The hard part is getting, spending enough money to figure out what that's going to be. Whether it's Shark Tank or whether it's somebody else, they always ask you, what's the cost per acquisition? Whether it's a lead, whether it's a purchase, etc. But what nobody ever talks about is how much money did it take for you to figure out how much you were going to have to spend to finally hit the sweet spot with your messaging. And did it take you 30 days? Did it take you 60 days? Did it take you 90 days to figure out with 100 bucks a day, $50 a day, to find out that that one ad, you continually ran it, and you're getting transaction over transaction over transaction. When you get to that point, that's when you scale it. You can't be afraid. You go from $50, $75, $100, $125, and you go up because now that you found a niche a product that a customer wants online. Welcome to Dollars and Data, the latest smart tech explained. Let's cut through the hype, the BS, and the crap and use tech to engage with customers and drive decision-making in your business and in your life. I'm your host, William Colesmith. Hello and welcome to Dollars and Data, episode number six. Small business challenges with digital marketing. If you're a business owner, I am absolutely certain you've tried to do it yourself at one point or another. Depending on the size of your business, it's very difficult trying to keep up with the learning curve. It's constantly changing. New things are happening all the time. There's Is it Facebook? Is it LinkedIn? Is it YouTube? How do I really decide how I'm going to market my product? And that's if you do it yourself. And we all get frustrated as a business. And we just say, you know what? We're going to go get an agency. Get an agency to do it. And they don't provide the results. We didn't ask the right questions. We didn't know what data to ask them. Uh, What were the KPIs, et cetera? So this episode's really kind of sharing some experiences that I've had here in the last year. And I hope you learn from these stories that I'm going to share with you. I have to laugh at myself when thinking about um, marketing, digital marketing. And for me, I've been a business owner for more than 25 years. So I've kind of watched the technology evolve and I've learned uh, the technology. I know how to do digital marketing. I know the right questions. I know the applications, but I also know the struggles in hiring the right people to um, work for the the particular jobs and or hiring agencies that say they're going to do the right things. And I swear I feel like I leave out one or two questions whenever I decide on hiring a person or hiring an agency, and it becomes this one that bites me on the ass. So hopefully in this episode, we're going to just kind of sit back and laugh um, together. And listen, it is digital marketing, if I have to say so myself, it is one of the best ways to build your brand, to build your value as a company, generate revenue, drive leads, uh, purchases online, uh, setting appointments for your business. But all that has to be done properly and correctly. So if you're a business owner and you don't believe in digital marketing, it's probably because you've been burned somewhere down the road. 
or you just not feel you don't feel comfortable with who you've worked with and you feel like every agency or every person that's worked on Facebook for you just don't know what they're doing. And chances are they don't. And you have a lot of people today that are social media experts. So I'm not saying that I am. I just know what I've learned through experience that I want to share with you guys. So sit down, have a cup of coffee, grab a beer, uh, just turn off your TV, and let's just have some fun with digital marketing today. And I want to share some really cool stories. So there's a couple of topics that I want to talk about. It's just understanding the digital marketing landscape and sharing, you know, which platforms work, which ones don't. It really depends on you, what you're trying to do, or if you're trying to create an omni-marketing campaign. And if you've ever done an omni-campaign, that's a little bit of everything, right? And then some of the pros and cons of doing it yourself uh, as a business, uh, and we'll go into details. And then, you know, I think, um, the next thing that we'll talk about is just hiring the right digital marketing person. If you're doing it yourself and you want to hire a director of marketing or you want to hire a copywriter, man, I have some cool stories that I'm going to share with you. It drives me absolutely nuts. But it's just process of elimination. You just keep trying until you get it right and hopefully you get better. It's kind of like running a business, right? You're going to have mistakes you learn from. You get up, you do it again the next day. Trust me, guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, it is the same with digital marketing. You just have to really find the right people that's out there. So those are the three areas that we really want to talk about today is just understanding the digital marketing landscape and pros and cons of doing it yourself versus an agency. And number three, just hiring the right person. If I have enough time, I'll go into some KPIs and data analytics, but I'll probably save that for another episode. So let's just jump right into it. And by the way, my name's Coleman Smith. I'm the CEO of um, GZ6G Technologies. I have three other companies that are kind of sister companies underneath it. And so digital marketing is a big internal, external hybrid that I use to drive products for those vertical markets in each one of those companies. So trust me, when I say I have frustrations and we're we're not just a little company, we're, we're a little larger, we've got bigger customers. So it doesn't matter whether you're small or you're big or you're medium, you're still faced with the same challenges. So let's talk about some of the digital marketing platforms. And hey, just make some comments below too as we go through this and if there's a particular platform that you prefer, or you've got questions about it, shoot them over to us and we'll take a look at it and see if we can't respond. What's your favorite? Maybe you've got some ideas on whether it's TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn. Uh, it really depends on, on your business. But be sure and share and subscribe to the channel and we'll keep you updated with short reels and uh, podcasts on our YouTube channels. So hang in there and let's just go through the platforms. Are you familiar? What's your favorite platform? If you ask me that question, I would say there's a couple of platforms. In the beginning, it was Facebook. Still think Facebook is very good at um, service businesses, products and services on a local level as well as national. Um, your ad spend, if you will, on those particular channels uh, is going to vary depend on your product. But Facebook still is a great platform in my opinion. 
It's just finding the right media buyers and the right personnel to run those campaigns. It can be frustrating. So it's Google Ads, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, Snapchat. I don't know. I don't. I never use Snapchat. Uh, but TikTok and Amazon ads. I don't use Amazon. I don't use Snapchat. Most of the things that you are looking at, these are your platforms, right? And so when you are discussing your, your kind of your marketing, are you taking a marketing budget and you're just testing it on Facebook? I just want to say whether it's on, doesn't matter what, channel that you advertise on, you need to give it time. Whether you're doing it or not, you need to give it time and you need to test your keywords, your SEO, your title lines, the things that resonate, your pictures, your graphics. All of these things are really important, whether you're outsourcing it to a third party, um, you're using freelance guys to create your copy, your designs, etc. So when you do get your campaign ready to go to Facebook, it's not just putting your copy and your graphic and putting it on Facebook and say, I'm spending $35 a day to see if the results work. You can do that on every single channel, but you really need to give it time. Um, I tell clients and customers and even myself, as impatient as I can be, you got to give it 30, 30 days. And you need to be, don't just plug play and hope that you're going to get a a flood of leads in. Um, on these platforms, I think that's the biz biggest mistake that small business owners and just marketing teams in general, um, ownership or management, we need to have results from what we're uh, um, marketing, right? So we need to have X number of leads, we need to have X number of revenue, and we want to do it through digital marketing, or we want to build our brand. Only thing that I, I can tell you, and I really, I highly suggest just take a deep breath when you start your campaigns, is take 30 to 60 days. And I've seen it. You just change it, modify things. Every week you look at your data, and you've heard one of my episodes, data is very important. So look at your Facebook data. Who is your audience? Are they clicking through? Are they not clicking through? Are they, are you getting no response at all? That doesn't mean that you don't have a customer that's interested in your product and service because I can bet you there's another company just like you that's out there that's raking in all the leads. So part of that has to be if you're doing it yourself, give yourself a chance to change your text, change your copy, change your graphic. Uh, your keywords and your titles and your messaging, even your landing page where you're sending that customer to is important on these platforms. So if there's a particular platform that you like, video is, in my opinion, we've been hearing it for years. I've been saying it for months and months and months and years and years and years, and I've been doing it. I started video marketing 15 years ago. And it worked then, it's going to work today. Everything really is more about video and animation. But if you can't do it, don't worry about ads work just fine. And make sure you have the right questions, uh, start qualifying. But it's all in your, de it's in the details. The marketing is in the details and the data analytics. So when you start running your ads, it these campaigns. So Google, Facebook, or 
I prefer Facebook for my particular business. Uh, Google ads, they can be very expensive. The keywords are extremely high. It's frustrating for a small business owner to do it. Um, if by chance you're fortunate enough to get a grant from the one of the platforms that says, hey, we'll give you $10,000. Let's say you're a nonprofit and they give you $10,000. What we've seen when they do that grant, they don't, they, you put it up, it may charge your grant. It may take some of that money out on a, on a long period of time. But when you run ads and pay for ads at the same time you have that grant money, you're going to see the grant become more valuable. When you're just doing it by yourself and they're giving away that money, there's going to be other companies that take priority over the grant money or that free money that's been given to you by that platform. That's just kind of a side note. I'll talk more about it in some of the stories uh, down below. So just hang tight. And listen, if, if you can't use the platforms, it's best that you either hire someone or, or find an agency. And we'll talk more about that too in some of the stories that can actually help you manage that account. They will monitor it, they will manage it, and they will optimize it. That's it, optimize. So you want to constantly be looking at optimizing uh, your account to get the best results. So let's go on to something else that I think is really important. And this was an epiphany. I think I've had an epiphany with digital marketing probably every six months. I have a new idea and think that I've got it figured out. And I guess you all know as a business owner, as soon as we think we have it figured out, everything just changed, right? So the epiphany was really understanding business owners, just like myself, struggling uh, with the world of digital marketing. And as much as I know about it, I, I struggle with it. And um, and it's frustrating. It takes a lot of my time. It takes a lot of time, creative thoughts, taglines, keywords, hooks, messaging, um, posting. It's time consuming. So if you got a lot of time, you can learn to do it. But that's not really running your business. So you need to find some platforms that makes it easy for you to kind of push a button after you have it all set up to be um I mean, there's Hootsuite, there's uh, several other platforms that are out there, and I'll, I'll provide those at a later time. I think we use Go High Level. I've used um, many different types. Not that I'm promoting one over the other. I'm just kind of giving you what I'm doing right now and just testing out different platforms. And, and as AI and artificial intelligence is coming into the mix of social media and helping us create content, that's going to make it a lot easier to build campaigns around a product or a service or a brand. So I'll keep you posted on that in, in another episode down the road or check out one of our reels on YouTube or something. But I feel like it's really important. So if you're really not sure and you don't understand how to do it, if you're an independent uh, solopreneur and you're running a campaign, you got an idea and a product and that's how you're starting your business, you're, you're having to split your time up on marketing versus having enough money to go spend it. But if you're a business that's generating revenue, two recommendations that I would I highly recommend. Find an agency that you can outsource. And the reason that I say that is if you start hiring a team of people, which I have some good stories coming up on this one, if you hire digital marketing, depending on where you are, it could be anywhere between 
ninety and one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month just to get a good digital marketing uh, person, a manager, and content marketing specialist. You start adding all of these up, and you're going to be at five, six hundred thousand dollars a year for a team of people in your organization or more, just depending on what you're hiring them to do. And mid-sized businesses, honestly, that just don't have enough money to do that. So it usually the owners or the management team, or I've had the my assistants and everyone else help me, you know, try to do the campaigns. But what happens is it becomes disjointed and it doesn't have kind of a cohesive uh, strategy behind it. And regardless, it's going to take a lot of time for you to figure that out. So if you have the, you know, if you have enough time to do it yourself, that's fantastic. But I would have to say that that's not the best use of your time. Being a business owner myself, the vision, the ideas, the concepts, the creatives, I know exactly what I want it to look like. But you have to be a good communicator in order for people to create your ideas or your concepts. And I got another story for you with regards to that too, um, where you give them your idea, it's supposed to be a tree and they come back with a river or they, it, you give them blue and it's red. So um, these are just communication skills that you have to work on when you start bringing in your team and hiring the right people uh, for you know building out your digital marketing. If you can afford $35 a day to start as a small business, that's about $1,050 a month. Um, that's you doing it with no creative team. If you find the right creative agency, and I'll give you some questions to ask with regards to hiring the right agency for your, for your business to help you focus on digital marketing. The reason that I even bring this up is because, in my opinion, and this is just years of experience talking, is it worth bringing people in to do what you want to do? You have to look at what what's the cost per lead for you um, with the return on that investment. The hard part is getting spending enough money to figure out what that's going to be. Whether it's Shark Tank or whether it's somebody else, they always ask you, what's the cost per acquisition? Whether it's a lead, whether it's a purchase, et cetera. But what nobody ever talks about is how much money did it take for you to figure out how much you were going to have to spend to finally hit the sweet spot with your messaging. And did it take you 30 days? Did it take you 60 days? Did it take you 90 days? to figure out with a hundred bucks a day, $50 a day, to find out that that one ad, you continually ran it and you're getting transaction over transaction over transaction. When you get to that point, that's when you scale it. You can't be afraid You go from $50, $75, $100, $125, and you go up because now that you found a niche, a product that a customer wants online. Very important. So it's, it's that first 30, 60, 90 days to get your creative, your content, your messaging, your design, and don't feel bad. I, I share it with you, it's frustrating. Um, I'm frustrated. I mean, we, go, we have a new product and it's like, we've got the right ideas, but our customers are telling us when we send the message out, you're not telling me exactly what you want me to hear yet. And you've got to keep tweaking it until you get it right. That's, that's just digital marketing. 
and you can fine tune it because there's a lot of data available for you to actually manage and monitor those campaigns. And that, that data tells you a lot. So um, just make sure that you're looking at the data. Don't just run ads without it. So if you're building an internal internal team, it can be very costly. So instead of putting your team in place, initially grow into the team. Outsource a few people, hire one that's doing one particular category. The purpose of hiring that person is to take some of the work off of you as a business owner or a group of business owners, right? It is important. Your time should be building your business, not doing digital marketing. You need to be talking to customers. You need to be preparing and shipping and sending out that product, doing press releases, doing the things that it takes for you to sell that business. So building a team, it's really a choice. It depends on where you are, what kind of money that you have available. But to relieve stress, as soon as you could get to the point to start outsourcing to an agency, better for you. Uh, then you can start focusing on selling more products and generating more revenue and reinvesting it back into your, your business. So I guess with that being said, some of the benefits I would say from done for you versus having an agency doing it, you have greater control over the strategy and uh, the vision of what your content is doing. Why? Because it's all in your head. You, If you're a great artist and a copywriter, you can write it and design it and you can submit it out and make those tweaks and changes. But most business owners are not very good at those things, copywriting and design. Not saying everyone is bad or good. I'm just saying it's a, it's a mix. Lowers your cost, obviously, if you're doing it, but you're now trading time for dollars. Being an entrepreneur myself, I traded a hell of a lot of time for dollars. So if I were to get paid for all the time that it took me to learn these platforms, I would probably would just stayed in marketing and would have done just that. Picked a product online and just go marketing. But I enjoy building businesses. I enjoy building groups and teams and providing um, a service. Um, you know, the reason I do what I do is I love helping businesses solve problems. And so I'm sure you're in business to solve some type of problem for a customer. And that's exactly why we go into business. So um, you can pivot quicker. If you're working with an agency, they've got certain timelines and strategies in place where you can pivot. But I will tell you, that's not always a benefit. Sometimes you're a little impatient as a business owner. In-house teams and members, oh my goodness. Um, you have a deeper understanding, but that's finding the right team. And it takes 90, I always say 90 days, 120 days to start getting your team really to understand the product. Even if they come from an outside industry, um, they still need to know your way as a company, your way as a business. A lot of times outside people that come in, they want to bring their influence, influence and their talents are two different things. Talk about that in another story here shortly. So the, the benefits, if you will, really, man, I'm telling you, it's just learning where your opportunities are for your in-house teams to focus. And they got to stay laser focused. You can't be all over the board. Uh, entrepreneurs are usually OCD or they're kind of bouncing off the walls. 
and we've got a new idea for the marketing team, another new idea for the marketing team. My teams have usually said, Cole, go to the beach, go to the mountains, ride your bike, get out of the office, let us do our work. You're killing us with too many ideas. Have you guys ever had that comment? Any manager, any anyone on your team? said this to you, that's probably a reason. It means we need to get out of their way and let them go do what they do. If we go do what we do at our best. So that is a few benefits. The other benefit is a done for you. Uh, that's finding an agency, right? Expertise, um, ability to save you time, uh, access to advanced marketing tools that you're not familiar with, you don't have to learn about. Um, they can scale using marketing tools. And if you want to bring it in-house, that's fine. Maybe you start small and you grow with an outside team. As you start building that outside team, eventually you bring it back in-house. It's You have to make that decision, but you still need to invest. If you do it internally, it's going to cost a lot more than it's going to take to get you started by hiring your own team. My recommendation is take the money, you're going to hire the team, hire an agency, pay for advertising, and find the right agency to get that done. Ultimately, the decision is yours. Time versus money, right? Talent versus uh, expertise. So those are kind of things that you have to look at. So that's kind of just understanding the, the uh, landscape. So... The, number, the second one is hiring the right staff, right? So we talked about hiring an agency. We talked about hiring your internal team. So internally, if you hire a big team to do kind of an omni-channel thing, it's going to be expensive. Even if you hire a Facebook person, you're going to spend, you know, 75, 80, 100,000, give them bonuses, et cetera, for doing a great job. Take that money, outsource it. You'll save half your money to go toward digital marketing. Not that I'm trying to take anybody's job away. Business owners don't, you don't have time to manage a new team and try to get them to do what you do. You're gonna get frustrated. If you're a bigger company generating revenue, even the agencies or the businesses that's hiring people, especially after COVID, I mean, it's like, damn, does anybody wanna come back to work? Uh, just had a conversation with someone today and um, they were consulting and they were more in the data science areas and he's been working from home for two, three years. And he goes, man, I really want to go back into an office. So that's good news. So people are actually wanting to get out of their house and come back here. Anyway, hiring staff. The story that I can tell you with hiring staff is in the last few months, I've have a social media, I have copywriters, we've got designers, got assistants, internal. This is internal with, with our company. Uh, we got a web developer, we got a branding uh, designer, very good. And I am managing the whole marketing team. And so we slowly built it up. Have an assistant, got a couple of salespeople, they're out doing their things. And man, I'm like, I don't have time. So I decided to go out and hire a director of marketing. And I bet you guys have done this too. And I would love to hear your, your stories with regards to hiring a director of marketing. So we put an ad out and we had a person that came in. Personality was great, fun, energetic. They loved being around people. They talked. We sat down. We seemed to have our 
our strategy in line and communication and collaboration. The interview went on for like two to three hours. At the end of the interview, it just was like, man, this is like a marriage made in heaven. We are set and good to go. So after we left, I said, okay, let's get the paperwork. We'll get started on Monday. This particular person that we hired, hadn't been hired yet, but she came in, or he, she, I'm not going to say any names, came in on Monday. We haven't even filled out, and they said they're ready to start, started meeting all the people. This was red flag number one. Number two is I said, okay, let's get the paperwork, get onboarded, let's start meeting and having discussions. Had background in, in managing teams, knew a little bit about Facebook, knew a little bit about things like this. I'm not going to bore you with this because I know you guys probably had a lot of similar situations with trying to hire people in general. But in this particular one, I was thinking this was going to take a lot off of my plate. So for the next 60 days, I kid you not, communication absolutely didn't. It was it was I asked him to do a certain thing, came back. And they go, oh, yeah, 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 I'll do it. So they come back, and I'm like, just the basic information for starting managing my team. You start seeing things unfold that they really don't understand how to manage a team or manage digital marketing campaigns. They know a little bit about Facebook. So how in the world do we as owners, officers of companies, hire the right people. HR is hiring, and they're going through the responsibilities and due diligence, and you do your background checks, you do all these things, but when you get them in there, it created more problems, but there was an upside to this. For three months, I ended up writing the complete details, which needed to be done anyway, and I was gonna have the director of marketing write all the operating procedures, all of the client briefs, the, everything from A to Z. So during this whole process, unfortunately, it didn't work out, but it was crazy. So makes you very skeptical about hiring someone else. It's not cheap. So beware, be careful, make sure you do your due diligence on it. When you get to the point of hiring a director of marketing, there's a lot of insight and details, get a lot of references. Uh, check on those references, ask them questions, specific questions if you don't know have them to, or get a um, headhunter recruiter or somebody. If you don't know the answers, a good director of marketing can blow smoke. So just be aware. It doesn't matter what size your organization is. So hopefully I don't do that again. We're still in the, it looks like we found another candidate, but this one was screened quite a bit. So we're in good shape. So let's talk about uh, digital, hiring a digital marketing agency. And this is kind of fun. And I tell a lot of companies because a lot of companies come to me or come to us and they say, Cole, we just want to run a Facebook campaign or we just want to run a digital marketing campaign or it could be multiple kind of strategies. And they go, no, you know, we work with another Facebook person and the media buyer and they were buying our ads. And, and they were charging, you know, $99 a month. And I, I'm just going to tell you up front, our fees are 5000 minimum, 15000 minimum. When you have a media buyer, digital marketing manager, you have graphics, content writers, uh, designers, 
strategizing on this, the fraction that you're going to pay to do that versus your internal is well worth it. So we market three different companies internally, plus we uh, really build the skills around other businesses. So if you're a business owner looking for an agency, don't think that it's going to be cheap. If it is, there's something wrong because the retainer is for the strategy. It's for building a value, building your brand, building your cohesive messaging around everything, right? So you need copywriting, you need designs, you need a website, you need um, a media buyer, you need a strategist, you need somebody that's going to communicate with you, kind of that uh, project manager that's going to keep you informed and update on things that you're doing. Very, very important to make sure you ask those questions. One of the other questions I would ask if you're talking to an agency when they have a media buyer, ask them how many accounts that media buyer is managing. Is that media buyer managing 10, 15, 20? Maybe it's only five, or maybe it's a hundred. One of the media buyers we spoke to the other day that's coming on board with us, that media buyer is managing 130 accounts. 130 accounts. How is it possible for me to give them my campaign and expect to have quality results by having one media buyer managing that many accounts? Maybe they're just plugging play and optimizing once a week. For me, running my campaign and for you as a small business, you need to have the details and you need to be running multiple campaigns. If yours is small, maybe they can run 130, but I can tell you, I have a very good memory, but when it comes to 130 accounts, I don't know how anybody can keep up with that. If they're having to keep uh, running a data analytics report every week, doesn't work. Something doesn't compute. So hiring a digital marketing agency is very, very important. So I'll give you another quick story. I've got a few more minutes that I want to share some things with you. Um, but just hiring a, an agency and I've tested, I'm constantly testing inside, outside, and, um, you know, and, and I kind of refer to it with the media buyer. Um, hiring a media buyer when you ask the questions and they're running your campaigns and Facebook gets shut down or we're catching it. So just because the media buyers or the project management from somebody that you're outsourcing, that's just doing Facebook. They're not doing anything else or they're just doing one campaign for you. And you see on Facebook all the time or if you see the ads, $99 will run your Facebook campaign. Well, $99 times 130 accounts, you can almost bet you're not going to get the quality of, of attention to your campaign. I'm not saying that they're not running great campaigns, and most of us business owners are looking for a deal, but I'm just here to tell you, don't expect to get the quality results. You're going to be paying 30, 40, 50 bucks a month, $1,000 a month in ad campaign, but you're not going to get any value from your media buyers. They're going to look at it, tweak it. Maybe they optimize it really quick. Maybe they're freaking superstars. Don't know. But just keep in mind that ask that question on the media buyers. They need to be realistic. And your agency shouldn't be overworking their media buyers to the point that their quality suffers for their clients. 
That doesn't happen with me. And if it does, somebody on my team needs to reevaluate what we're doing for our customers. This is very important, uh, in my opinion. So, do you have time, right? That's the last thing that I want to do, and I want to kind of sum her up. Um, do you have time for uh, yourself versus an agency? Meaning, um, if you got a lot of time and you enjoy doing the marketing, by all means, go do it. Um, it's, it's just really, is it worth it? Is your time worth it or is building your business have more value or you just have a lot of time getting it started? Uh, I've just find as your business gets bigger, your, your management skill sets and your ability to lead people, uh, become more valuable to drive revenue. And then you put that money back into either building your team or going to an agency. So let's just say that you've decided to do it for yourself, time versus money. That's easy. But you're going to pick an agency. The agency, what experience does that agency have? How many accounts have they managed? What type of accounts have they managed? And here's the, the million-dollar question that I would always ask an agency. They go, hey, I'm focused in this particular area, and we're really good at it. I, it doesn't matter to me if they know all the keywords for a particular industry, if they have the right talent. To me, a agency should be able, if they're really good at one thing, they can build and grow with another company. That's kind of the way that I, I look at it. Now, we do a lot of marketing and uh, some new uh, platforms in MLB stadiums and NFL and NBA, things like that. So that's kind of some platforms that we're using that the reason we have an internal team, but we're also looking at agencies to help us. Um, do they have case studies? Can they show you some examples? What services do they provide? How do they measure success? Ask them how they measure success. What is their approach to customer support? To me, this is very important. Internally, customer support should be first and foremost. Listen, we're all going to make mistakes, but we need to be able to stand up and explain what our mistakes are, share the information with the customers. Customers aren't going to like it, but at the end of the day, you build a relationship based on learning how each other works. But a customer, whether it's an agency or even your business, customer support retains your customer. Or if I'm doing business with you as an agency, that support is very important. And they should be asking me, what are my intentions? What are my expectations? And I guess the last thing is contracts, terms, and conditions. Um, meaning, you know, what's the reporting frequency? How are they going to report? Is it going to be... Um, Telephone, it's going to be Zoom calls, it's going to be, gosh, we use Slack uh, to communicate with people. Today, people are working from all over and it's Slack. That drives me nuts, but it's a good tool. There's other tools that, that can work, but just make sure you add, ask really good questions with regards to um, the agency uh, in itself. So hopefully we explored some challenges today. And hopefully they're beneficial uh, to you as a business owner as you face the new challenges with, with digital marketing and, and digital media and those types of things. There's a lot of pros and cons to each one. You make the best decision for yourself, time versus money, spend a little money and have the experts do it for you and the latest trends. You know, artificial intelligence, 
is going to change the landscape, in my opinion, for digital marketing. And we will talk a bit more about that in the future and how digital marketing applies to Wi-Fi and IPTV and stadiums and this new fan engagement. So the future is really bright for digital marketing, but there are some areas that have great opportunities for you as a business owner. And just stay tuned to future episodes. I've got some really cool things to share with you about some platforms that we're creating as our own company that I get to share through data and do- dollars and data. And these episodes are just really, my goal is to help business owners solve problems. This particular episode is uh, dollars and data, uh, the challenges with digital marketing, how to 10X your business by finding the right people or the right agency to make that happen for you. So with that being said, have an absolutely fabulous day. Be sure and share, subscribe wherever you may be until the next episode. We will speak to you very soon and have an absolutely great day. Thank you very much for listening. Contact me, askcole at greenzebra.net or go to gz6g.com forward slash podcast and you will find the episodes there. Have a great day. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Hopefully this episode got you thinking. Thinking about using technology to collect better data and connect with your customers in ways that really matter to you and your business. If it did, subscribe and share with your friends. Hey, if you got questions, comments, or requests for something that you'd like to hear in future episodes, I would love to hear from you. Send me a message at colegreenzebra.net. And don't forget, as a Dollars in Data subscriber, you can always access the podcast at gz. 6g.com forward slash podcast. GZ is Green Zebra. We're changing the way people use technology. Have a great day and thank you.